Hello and welcome back. Nope, nope, nope. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. I'm disgruntled. I'm a disgruntled employee. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Well, tell me what I want, what I really, really want. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. <laughs> and then there's the Bengals. We're, we're like Samara. You know, as soon as you get on here, you will die about a week later. Hello and welcome back to this uh, latest edition of the Beards and Balls podcast. I am one of your two co-hosts this week. We're down both a Kaufman and a Ulysses. So it's just uh, me and uh, this fellow here. We are secretly killing them off. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's Cheeseman, by the way. We are like, uh, but- we are like Samara. You know, as soon as you get on here, you will die about a week later. Yeah, that's about it. We're like, uh, we're like Putin. We're the evil spirits you know. that no one talks about because you know they're coming for you. Yeah, we're we're just uh, we're we're out here killing people, our friends. That's who we're killing. But uh, I am Anthony F. You can follow me at Born to Run underscore nineteen. Do not forget, you can follow the podcast at Beards underscore Balls. You can. Pretty much subscribe or listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you are doing that through uh, Apple Podcasts, do not forget. Make sure that you leave a written review because a written text review matters. And that will help people, you know, see us and all that other stuff. Cheeseman, where can they find you? At OG Cheeseman and at the Cheese Abides. Boom. Boom. Um, that's a, a preview for things to come. I think the, we are going to, we are going to talk about John Madden. Uh, that's, uh, it, it, it's something that we can't talk, we can't not talk about, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but before we get to dedicating pretty much the rest of the show to talking about him, let's talk a little bit about the NFL. Uh, there's no other sports right now going on that matters. Um, I don't know enough about hockey that we could talk about hockey. So we're just going to talk about NFL today. Well, um, basketball is still happening, but it is. But basketball doesn't start to happen until February, like really start to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, other than the Lakers suck. Have you seen the? Have you seen what LeBron has been doing? No, because I don't stay up late enough to watch. Oh, well, yeah. that's a good point. Cheeseman goes to bed at like. 8 p.m. Somehow we're recording this. I don't know how. Thank God I don't have to work tomorrow. Otherwise, I would be in bed by now. Oh, look at you. Uh, Ever the good boy. So you are off tomorrow then? Yes, we are. Excellent. Excellent. So that means you get a three-day weekend. Yes, I do. Before I have to give up my weekends for about four months. Before you have to give up your life. So LeBron James in like the last four games or five games, I think has uh, I'm looking at it right here uh his points okay so I'm gonna read oh my god since Tuesday since the 21st LeBron James has uh, has gone he scored 34 points 36 points 39 points 32 points 37 points out of all those games they've that's won one, one two three four they've won one Jesus they lost Christ, how bad is yeah. everybody else well this is, a te- this is an all-star team but don't don't forget it's not really an all-star team. It's all-star names. It's a bunch of players who are very old now and don't really complement each other. Well, okay, no, 
it's not that they don't complement each other. It's that Russ doesn't complement them and also their big young stud who's supposed to be leading that team is injured because he can't stay on the court for an entire season. But but that's uh, that's the NBA talk. We're here to talk about the NFL playoffs, which are, what, two weeks away, but we already have kind of January an idea. January 12th is the wild card weekend. Oh, look at that. Five days, no, six days. No, seven days before my birthday. Uh, hopefully, Dallas doesn't disappoint me. But anyways. And they probably, oh, they will. But I'll be As quiet. A tradition, a tradition hey. unlike any other. A tradition unlike any other. Just the same as the Packers making it to the NFC title game and losing every at least we get At least we can time. get there. That's fine. I'm okay with it because you end up doing the same thing we do every year. Nothing on Super Bowl day. So That's don't, don't Kaufman. Don't Kaufman. Don't Cheeseman. Don't. I will win this game, but no, seriously, we are, we are now finally getting a clear picture of what the playoffs are going to look like. Well, in the NFC, we are, because there's only two well, yeah. spots left. That's true. But, in the NFC, but I mean, there's six. I know, right. That's nuts. I mean, but you, but, but you do know for the most part, the teams that are going to be in it. Do uh, you? Yes. And what I mean by that is we know who's not going to be in it. We know for sure who's not, not Jacksonville <laughs> or the Jets or the Lions uh, or the Bears or the Seahawks. Like we know that those teams are not going to be in there. But um, let's quickly let's look at the uh, what, what which one do you want to look at first? Let's look at the NFC because that one is a lot it's more clearer. clear. And we can yeah. talk about who we think will get the last two spots since, our, since two of our teams have already locked in. Yeah, yeah, and and I, doesn't it feel nice? But at the same time, it's still nerve wracking because we're trying to hold on to spots. It really does. It's like um, okay, we're in, but now, but you know what? I really want that first round by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, though. Like you guys genuinely have a home field advantage, but I do think that both. I think both teams, both the Cowboys and the and Tampa Bay, can travel. Uh, only because they have some kind of defense and they do have running game. Well, though, who knows what it's going to be like with Tampa Bay? Cause I don't know how Leonard Fournette is. Uh, yeah. I right don't know, now. man, but, you uh, guys but do I do it. agree. Uh, I, I do agree. Um, I would say this is not to like, to make like a stupid snide comment or anything. This is mm-hmm. like, this is cause this has been proven like fact mm-hmm. check proven mm-hmm. except for the, when the Packers come to town, not including them. Dallas has really good home field advantage, except when Green yeah, Bay shows. I don't know. Last few times they've been like, there, I don't even count it personally. Uh, you don't count just, that as a home field advantage, or you well, don't I mean, count I just, Packers? I just don't count Dallas as as I. I don't know. It doesn't feel like genuine home field advantage. It never really has. I don't know why it just doesn't. Because I guess Dallas's uh, own misfortune seems to what do you call it? Eclipse any kind of home field advantage they have. So it really doesn't matter. Uh, but who knows, but you're right though. They, they do well at home. They do, but I don't I know. I think it's, last week, mm-hmm. but can we really call, can we really call okay. that a game? Because, because Washington had a bunch of people injured, bunch of people on COVID. And then there was the one dude that was in the car crash, uh, but like, no many, one wait, wait, in I have place. a question though. So then by that reasoning, you can't really call many games that happened this last week or two games, the Raiders game, the, the, the saints. Okay. The saints game, 
No, you can't call that a game. You can't. But here's the thing, though. The NFL kind of did this to themselves. The Packers, I'm sure, have played someone who doesn't have anyone out there. Am I correct or am I wrong? I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, kind of, kind of the Cardinals. Well, yeah, the Cardinals uh, have been missing. Well, I mean, they didn't, they didn't play them with Kyler Murray. They, they, they didn't play with Kyler Murray or DeAndre uh, Hopkins. The, the, the best thing about the NFC playoffs, though, when you really look at it, is the fact that if, if you kind of stop and take like a wide view, the Packers haven't played the Cowboys. The Packers haven't played the Rams. The Rams and the Cowboys haven't played. Uh, Tampa Bay hasn't hasn't played the Packers yet, have they? No. No, right? Or did they? I don't know. You're talking, did. I will confirm. Um, but my the, the, the Cardinals will be playing the Cowboys. Uh, but for the most part, there are some matchups in the NFC playoffs, at least we're, when we're looking at, at as as it stands, that haven't happened yet. That It's going to be interesting to see that. Um, do you think that Arizona... Can you hear that? I can't. Okay, then don't worry about it. Okay, we're not going to worry about it. He was hearing ghosts. I said, don't worry about it. God, calm down. What if a ghost gets you at night? Then who's going to help me host? Kaufman's not here. Ulysses isn't here. The uh, Packers did play the Rams, and they won. No, I, I didn't say the Rams. I said Tampa Bay. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they haven't no, played Tampa Bay, No, they're not Bay, playing right? them this year. Okay, so well, uh, yet at least. Fingers crossed they're not playing them this I, year. <laughs> I know. Fingers crossed Tommy Boy doesn't come to town ready to do what he always does. Here's the Cheat thing. to win. Cheat to win. Here's the thing. Whether it's your team or my team, I think we can both agree we don't want to have to play Tampa Bay. Although, although Dallas played Tampa Bay really, really well in that I, first I was game going of to the say, season. I've, if I had to pick, I'd rather it be you guys because I legit because you guys are going to watch that week one game and going to be like, no, we are not doing that again. We're going to come well, out. We're going thing. to win. I, I I think that the Dallas team that you see now, especially on the defensive side of things, is a lot better than it was oh, that first so game. Much better. Because Dude, now no, if they Lawrence is back. I'm sorry, I kept I was over talk, talking over you. Go ahead. Oh no, no, that's all I was gonna that's all I was gonna say. Now that Lawrence is back, it, it's just oh. a you have three and guys. No Chris Godwin. Who knows yeah, if Mike Evans is gonna be gonna be good enough to go because he's always mm-hmm. had that injury, you know. And Antonio Brown, Brown was, Antonio Brown was listed as did not practice today, huh. and it's Thursday. That could be for a various amount of reasons with him. But it was that, like, that was for his ankle again. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't want to sound that way, but fingers crossed. Um, I mean, I do and I don't. Well, oh, help me, help me. I, help I don't make like my the guy selection easier between him, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Deontay Johnson in our championship game. Oh, you're playing in the championship and the friend of football league. Yeah, I'm in the championship. Wow. Speaking of that, we might as well. I made it. Uh, so in in my money one of my money leagues, uh, I had a horrible season in terms of COVID because everybody got COVID on my team at one point. So I lost. I ended up like seven and seven. Uh, my team, by the way, is a monster of a team. It's just good luck having everybody at the same time. So I made the championship in one league, uh, and then in the other one, I'm playing to make the championship there too. Same fucking problem. Uh, great roster. Lots of injuries. I have a. I could potentially win some money, buddy. So know. I'm playing against Steve's proxy. Oh, oh! In the championship, Jesus, man, Steve's team. Well, no, no, Steve's team was drafted by the auto draft. Yeah, because he has Tom Brady and Cooper Cup and Austin Eckler. Jeez, jeez, cheese. 
And Justin uh, Tucker. I'm gonna lose because he has Justin Tucker. That's just gonna cost me. With the but with the Ravens as they are, do they can they even get in the field goal range often? Justin Tucker can make it from 70 yards without without batting an eye, dude. I'm fairly certain hit the only reason I'm gonna lose is not because of because of Cooper Cup. It's gonna be because Justin Tucker. So listen to this starting roster here. Uh Dak Prescott, Evo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, uh Jonathan Taylor, Dalton Schultz, and then as my other, you know, player, I have running back Montgomery there. That's a pretty solid. That, pretty solid. that team went seven and seven. Uh, remember, remember, a lot of those guys didn't play at times. Oh, that's right. Uh, Devo was hurt the hell. Well, you got him at the right what, time, though. What's funny is, um, yeah, well, I have Thielen, I have Pittman. Uh, I have Harris from from New England. The other thing is on th- in this one, we also do defensive players, uh, like individuals. Like. Uh, we just we do uh, one overall defensive guy, uh, a defensive back, a linebacker, a cornerback, a safety. Oh, I don't That's like it. that. And th- no, I do I do uh, not like that. Oh, I like it's super easy. It's so easy, just because there you kind of know all the good linebackers and everybody takes the good linebackers because there's not nope, a ton that's of too much stress for me oh it's not it's not i love it because l- listen to my defense i have simmons linebacker simmons from arizona i have minka fitzpatrick i have what's his name queen from um patrick yeah from uh baltimore baltimore uh logan ryan uh bates who you should know at my oh, safety yeah. uh and then i have i have tyron matthew on the bench so that's that one. I put him in the starting lineup this week. I'm just saying. Um, I would. Yeah, but here's the thing. Both of the safeties that I, the starter and the one on the bench, they play each other. I know they do. Which is, but what's funny is somehow Bates is, is expected to get more points. Here's, I don't see here's, it. Here's, wait, here's hoping that he picks off uh, Pat like six times. Let's just. You and I, fingers crossed. Uh, that'd be splendid for well, us. Because no, because ideally, you know what I really, really want. This what you really, really. Want. So tell me what you want. What you really, really want. Don't tell me what I want. What I really, really want. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. Zig is a guy. Is that? I forget what. I she don't says know. That's all end. I got. I've never understood what she says at the end, but there's a little Spice Girls for you. Uh, and everyone should be happy with that. Know. Sure, sure. Um, but ideally, what I would want, uh, what you really, really want. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that because it's it's AFC title picture talk. But so let's let's move down because obviously we know we know the top one through three. five. We know so well. Yeah, one through five. We know they're all locked in, aren't they? Right? They all clinched. They all clinched uh, a playoff spot or their division. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one through one through four is always the division winner. That's yeah. Oh, of course. The way it is. Um, but so, it, it is interesting seeing five, six, and seven. You're two. You guys are two oh, right yeah. behind us. For, for now. For now. Yeah. Uh, remember, we got to play Arizona this week, and then we have the Eagles in the last game. Oh I can God. see Dallas losing I'm one I'm so of those. worried about the Eagles. Oh, no. Well, I would be because they're starting to, like, quiet. They're, in, they're already, in, like, they're going to be in the playoffs. I wouldn't want to play them right now. Just because they're they're starting to, if they lose this week, that's a different story. But if they win and they head into that final game with us, yeah, I'm a little worried because it's a division game. You know how those go. Yeah. They get weird. 
Uh, they get sexy, so, all right. So as it stands right now, our six and seven, what six and seven seed are going to be the Niners and the Eagles if if the playoffs started today. Yes, um, and then like on the bubble, you have the seven and eight Vikings, the seven eight Falcons, the seven and eight Saints. Uh, the Saints are there in spite of everything. They're not there because they're, they're, they're good. They're there out of spite. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to ask you this because who who there are several dudes this year who really really are deserving of Coach of the Year. Uh, first of all, Matt Lafleur for dealing with everything he's had to deal with. Uh, secondly, Bill Belichick because look what he's doing with a rookie. Uh, and then the other you can't. You can't discredit Sean Payton because somehow he's he's kept that team in the hunt and going literally until like the end of the season. He's managed to keep them in the hunt and they're not they're really only a court. I mean, look, they don't have great wide receivers right now. Michael Um, Thomas has missed his second straight season. Yeah, I was going to say Michael Thomas is is, I mean, who knows where that's going to happen? They don't have a quarterback. I think it's safe to say they're not they're not going to move up. But if you're looking at the two teams that are above them on the bubble, you have the Vikings and the Falcons. I mean, I feel I would if I'm the Saints, win out and you're in, or yeah. at least you're close. Well, you're close. Well, you gotta hope the Eagles shit the bed. I was gonna say they have to hope. Well, here's what I'm hoping: fingers crossed that the Eagles lose against Washington. Because if that happens, then they're out of the playoffs. Uh, and then they, uh, you know, assuming that the other two, the other teams in the hunt don't lose either. Uh, the Niners should win this week. They're playing the Texans. But as we they saw last week. They should win, but the Chargers lost. Badly. Uh, <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, in front of Simone Biles. Just so that they, they, they just to extra in front of the greatest gymnast on in history, they lost. <laughs> You know her boyfriend is a plays uh, for the Texans. Yeah, yeah, he plays for the and he had a and massive he game. Out. He balled like, out too. <laughs> he showed up like he was like I have my woman is in the crowd. I have a, a I have to prove something to to. He had like, like what today. two? He had like what two fumble recoveries or two or yeah. He had two big defensive. Stands uh, he had two turnovers. Like, like they were turnovers. They were game changing turnovers. Yeah, uh, just good stuff. <laughs> He's like, I love. Yo, it. I gotta prove. Look, that's the. That's the that's the goat sitting there. She's watching me. I gotta make sure she knows that I'm not just some average player. Yeah, exactly that. Um, Great pressure right there. <laughs> Worked out. <laughs> well, hey, you know, maybe at this at, at this point, I'm like every significant other be in the crowd. I also be a Hall of Fame gymnast just to add exactly. pressure, but that's not possible. So the Vikings will be playing your Packers. Um, I'm leaving it up to your Packers to keep them out uh, for me. Um, but I don't, obviously I don't think Atlanta is going to have a chance. <sighs> Atlanta shouldn't so, be here to begin with. How is Atlanta here? Something uh, Cordero weird... Patterson. Don't, but don't it's you literally just assume, Cordero Patterson, but don't you just assume that the Falcons are like a four win team yet here they have their seven yes, and eight. Cause they, they should they be a four win team. They could potentially go nine and eight. Like fucking because they're but here's the thing they're playing the bills this week so they won't also with the bills you don't know what you're gonna get though no i think i feel pretty confident with with what we're going to get here we're going to get a lot of cordero patterson Mm -hmm. 
Shit, I have to Josh play Josh Allen in one of my championship games. God damn it. Bill's defense. I know you're listening. Tighten up. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let me look at my opponent's team. By the way, oh, so fun fact about this league. So uh in both of them, I'm I'm playing my buddy Jason uh in the playoffs. Uh okay. him and I, I think the last four or five seasons have played each other in the playoffs every single damn time. Uh, we've played in a championship against each other. We are we are firmly rivals. Uh, who constantly He's your Gary get Oak. He, we constantly yeah. Well, except I like him. <laughs> um, uh, so we're gonna be playing again in both damn leagues. Uh, as of as it stands now, I have a better I have the better head to head. Um, but he's 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 no pushover. Um, I I don't know. Cheeseman, I need you to send me all all the good power, all the goodwill. I will. I will. You will uh, look at the AFC because the NFC we because I'm playing Pat Mahomes. By the way, just what? so you understand, just so you understand, he has Pat Mahomes, DK Metcalf, he has Brown. Um, what's his name? Seahawks running back, um, Penny Rashad Penny Rashad Penny. Yeah, he's got Kittle. Uh, that's, his, that's his ace right there. It, see, it could or it couldn't be because I have you noticed how they're playing, how people are playing San Francisco nowadays, where they're either going to take away Debo or they're going to take away Kittle, but you never take away both. Like exactly. last week, like, well, no, but here's the thing: last week they took away Kittle. Yeah, they so, did. Uh, I don't know. I don't know uh, because, but then again, it's the Texans. Jesus Christ, Kittle's going to eat them alive. Yes. Uh, Let's check out the before- AFC here. Before we do that, I just have one final question on the NFC. Who do you think gets that last that seventh spot? I think the 49ers are going to hold on to six. I, I, get, I agree. I do think the Niners are going to make it. I um, think we're still going to get three NFC West teams in the playoffs. I I mean, you're not wrong. I, I can see it. The Niners are that happening. team on this list that do look like they should not be eight and seven. They should be better than that. But they did have a lot of injury early on. Um, and Nick Sirianni's a fucking idiot. That and also, man, hey, hey, it, it doesn't it? I bet Kyle Shanahan has to feel like a fucking dumbass because he turned down Brady, and then he couldn't get Aaron. Yep. Like, and then they couldn't they couldn't even get Matthew Stafford. Like, that dude is zero for three on tries. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. I think I think just to piss everyone off, I think the Falcons are going to do it. I do too. I think they're going to. So, I, I think, think it's just going to happen. Wait, and we're all but I think like, they're going to get in. They're going to get in. Who? Okay, I think that whoever does end up in the in the seventh seed is going to be nine, and there's going to be eight, and nine. They're not going to be winners. No, they're they not. They're going to get. They in. can't go eight and eight. It's right. <laughs> And then they're going to get destroyed by the Cowboys. Just kind of like, well, you did this to yourself. Eh, I hope so. So uh, of the teams that are left, the team that I would want to play is the Falcons. Washington. What's funny is, is if you look at the the teams that are left or that are fighting for that seven seed, the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Falcons, the Cowboys have beaten all three of them. Yep. Um, so I don't know. But yeah, let's move to the AFC because so this see, is where so here's who's clinched. Kansas City. They're going to be fine. That's it. That's <laughs> the list. By the way, by the way, just so we are all clear, remember what I said many times earlier on, even when Kaufman was losing his cool? 
said it was all going to be fine for the Chiefs. They would yep. be okay. And they are. Uh, I don't know if they're winning the Super Bowl just because I really can't tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl at this point in time. Uh, you know what I hope? You know what my dream scenario is? This is nothing against your Bengals or Kaufman's Chiefs. Hell, actually, you know, no Kaufman. This is absolutely against your Chiefs. But what I really, really want is for Derrick Henry to come back and be at the very least close to 100%. And I want to see that AFC championship turn into the Colts and the Titans and it just be a lit- literal fucking fist fight. Like, just... A marathon. Just, it becomes an actual marathon between Jonathan Taylor. No, it's Taylor just and Derrick Henry, Henry versus Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, there you go. It's like I like I like the Titans. I really like the way that team is put together. I like mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel. I like Tannehill. I like their wide receivers. I wish Julio was a little more than a shell of himself right now. I like that team. What do you think of the the uh, pretty much I guess two through seven? Because you're right. Um, Only one team is clinched. God, it's so fucking close. Um, it's so fucking close. Um, between the Colts, the Colts had had what? What was the year that um Carson Wentz tore his ACL and the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Uh, twenty seventeen. If they had twenty seventeen Carson Wentz, they would be on a tear because remember how good he was. He was going to win the MVP. They get a glimpse of him every now and then. So yeah. if they had him, if they had him, they would be they would definitely mm-hmm. be the top team right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as it says right now, they're getting serviceable Carson Wentz, which is still scary because he's still good. Well, I mean, he's the, not, it's not the, like he's a subpar quarterback. He's an average. He's a I would say about above average. average quarterback. But but when 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 he. At least this current season, you see glimpses, flashes of the really, really great Carson Wentz. Um, but for the most part, you are seeing an average Carson Wentz. It, it really is a flip of the coin. Is he going to? Is he going to throw a turnover worthy? Is he going to make a turnover, you know, worthy play? Is he gonna all of a sudden lead you down the field? You really don't know what you're going to get with the guy week to week. Um, that's why they're so glad they have Jonathan Taylor on their team to bail them out or to pile it on, depending yeah. on the assignment. Yeah. I, it's I mean, literally, it, that's literally his job is either look, you gotta either get us in this game or dude, you just gotta shut it out for us. Yeah. And and the thing about about the Colts that you have to love is they have a really, really good uh offensive line. They have oh, yeah. a really good defense. Oh yeah. You know, they they play they got a good, really good football. They got everything going for them. Except for like a, 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 what do you call it? Like a home run 90% of the time quarterback. Yeah. Uh, that's the problem. That's the only thing that that's really holding the Colts back from being my like favorite to just ruin the playoffs. And, that, and that's, that's the thing is, that's it. dude, if they still had Andrew Luck. I know. Well, no. Hey, actually, if they had Phillip Rivers just from last year. They'd be yeah. fine. Um, uh, it comes with age. Anyway, everything anyway. starts creaking. Anyway, yeah. Um, I like the Colts to me. It's possible they can make a surprise run depending on what the Titans do. Um, the AFC East is starting to get fancy, fancy. <laughs> okay, I have to ask you. I have to say this at the beginning of the season. Who would have thought that at this point there would be three 
and AFC East teams in the playoff hunt. Like soft. I will have gone with two. I would have gone too. Was said the Bills, and I would have said the Patriots because it's going no. to fucking happen because Belichick's not going to fall off. What's funny is I thought I, I thought that there were going to be three teams in the running for taking it, and it was going to because I thought I thought Miami was going to be better than they were early. I, I I really seriously have to wonder how much all of that Deshaun uh, Watson speculation and and just all of that really messed with that team. It has to have because they to. lost seven straight, and now then as soon as they stop talking about the trade it, deadline, it yeah, seven straight. And I, it's one of those things where it's like, I think that Miami could do some really good things with Tua if they committed to building around the style of quarterback they have. It's the same thing I think about with Jalen Hurts. Dude's mm-hmm. a weapon. It's just whether it, is this team going to build around him or are we Miami and we're going to mortgage our future for Deshaun Watson? When think about it, they have what instead of giving up three first round picks, build a team. Like it just the point is, <laughs> the point is at the end of the day, though, they are in the playoff hunt. Like they are currently the seventh seed. Do you think that they have a chance? Do you think they will beat the Titans? Because they're playing so the what they do depends on what they do about AJ Brown. Because now that he's point. back, that's a good point. Uh, I would can, have said yes, but now that AJ Brown's back, um, I don't know. Now that he's and then back, the Patriots and had have decided to come back game. and make us all sad again. True, but but here's the thing though. Oh man, they got they're getting lucky. The Patriots are extra lucky because they're playing the Jaguars this week. So, uh, I mean, unless. Unless somehow the Jaguars pull something out of their ass, that should be a win for the Patriots. So for sure, they'll for sure get to 10 wins. Um, it's just that Miami, because look at, look at the guys. It's Miami. It's the Chargers. It's the Raiders. It's the Ravens. And somehow, somehow, Jesus Christ, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Broncos all still have a chance. And then there's the Bengals. Yeah, the hey, look, the Bengals are a team that that's it. That's the problem. No, no, I'm going to tell you this. No, they're a team, but they should probably have two more wins than they do, and they should have. They should have that Green Bay win. That should have been a win for them. Um, I I think that they are a team. Yeah. Um, do they they had just won one more game? But just win one more game, and they would, and they will have already clinched. Yeah, it's well, literally it's, like a missed field goal away. It said that Green Bay because I think of the of those games that they lost. That Green Bay was probably the most winnable one, which is crazy to say that. Oh, uh, the Bears won. They were coming back. Well, that's true, but but in terms of like closeness at the end of the game, they were a lot closer in the Packers game. Yeah. But that's also a good thing because that that means that you guys matched up pretty well against them. So that's not a bad thing. Um, and then the Jets happened, and I was just like, well, that was unpleasant. But hasn't every team this season, every one of the, the major teams has had just one of those shitty runs it has. this season? Every single one. Like, Arizona's in the middle of it. Well, Arizona's interesting because Arizona, we're about to see whether they're dealing with a slump or that this is a problem. Uh, like a big problem because they've lost three in a row. Yep. Um, and it's funny, Cliff Kingsbury went from being like the toast of the town to back firmly on the hot seat. Yep. Like, um, 
I we're talking about but, coach of the year. I legit think that the Bengals win a playoff game. Zach Taylor has to be talked about. Mm-hmm. That finally well, happened. I, I think I'm not saying he's going to win, but I'm saying he's got to be nominated. We also have to kind of, I would, on the FC side, I would also consider John Harbaugh as a coach of the year candidate because look at how the Ravens have just, doesn't it feel like every week you see, oh, look, another Ravens cornerback has gone down somehow. Yeah. Like they have lost that, that. That secondary is absolutely decimated. Yes, it is. Like, it's not. It's it's like it's like putting the equivalent of an NBA G League team on the field at this point. It's not pretty. Uh, so I'd consider him for coach of the year. I, they're not going to make the playoffs, which is crazy to think that the Ravens. I don't because I love the Ravens. Uh, I know you don't for obvious reasons, uh, but they're probably the team in that division you respect the most, I assume. Yeah. You don't respect the Steelers as you shouldn't. Um, I respect Mike Tomlin, but I don't respect the Steelers. That 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 is the most accurate statement regarding the Steelers I've ever heard. God, it bums me out. If there's any coach I'd like to see go somewhere else that is an NFC East, it's him. I would love to see him leave the Steelers, but he's not. He's gonna. Could you imagine Steelers. if he was coaching? If he was coaching your Cowboys? No, don't don't talk to me about that, Cheeseman. Because I think about I fa- I fantasize about having Mike Tomlin as my head coach. Um, because God, imagine that! Imagine that! Um, and you'd still only be no. just above five hundred. No, not with him. Are you kidding? Look, that dude has never had a losing season. I know above like, five hundred is wait, not a losing wait. season. Here's the thing. All, all he has to do is win the last two games, and he's fine. Hell, even if they split, they're still not going to have a losing season. Yeah, that's they'll be still eight, eight, and one. Counts. Uh, no, I mean firmly counts. Uh, so, who do we think gets that last spot in the AFC? Do we? Um, I don't. I don't think the Dolphins hold on to it because I don't know if they can beat the Titans. And I think they play the Patriots in the last game. I think you're correct. Can you check, uh, double check on that? I don't want to just say it. Oh, or it's, it's the Chargers. Chargers. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Man. Patriots had last week. What is interesting though, is look at, look at the teams to the teams that are playing that the Chargers and Raiders are playing. Chargers are playing the Broncos who are also in the hunt and the Raiders are playing the Colts. The Raiders are not making it because I think the Colts are winning that game. Colts are the Broncos. No, no. I'm talking about the Colts Raiders. Who are the Chargers playing? Oh yeah, Denver. They're they're playing Denver. Um, I don't think Denver beats them. I don't Not think the Austin Raiders were back. I don't think the Raiders beat the Colts because I think the Colts are just made of sterner stuff. Yeah. Um, the Ravens aren't going to make it. I don't think they're going to beat the Rams. Uh, Not without I think secondary. Steel, wait, I do think the Steelers will beat the Browns. So I think this week we're, we're for sure not going to have the Broncos, the Browns, the Steelers, or the Ravens, or the Raiders in the hunt. So it's really going to come down to the the Chargers, I think, are going to be – man, this that's the thing, Cheeseman. There's still two games left. No, that sucks. I mean, there is still a mathematical possibility for you guys to lose the division, isn't it? Isn't there? I don't want to talk about it. No, we are talking about it. Tell us about your scenarios that you were so anxious to talk about. Well, they can. So the best thing is they can clinch a playoff for this weekend if they mm. tie, and then a fuck ton of other things have to happen. I think the Chargers have to tie in all five scenarios. Also, it's the uh, ultimate cheeseman scenario. The do- <laughs> the the Dolphins have to lose or tie. 
I think somehow the Patriots have to do something. Mm-hmm. I think the, mm-hmm. the Jets might have to actually win or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just fucking it, win. Just win. <laughs> just just end it now. Just just win. Just win the game. How about that? How about not rely on a bunch of ties and just beat the damn Chiefs? That's the other thing is they can actually also clinch the North if they they if they tie and like something else happens. Oh, by the way, I it is insane. Uh, so I, I was listening to uh, Pro Football Talk with Mike Florio, and he brought it up several times, and it's true now that I see it. When you look at Joe Burrow, who does he look like to you? Macaulay Culkin. Uh, he looks like a he looks more like a grown up Macaulay Culkin than Macaulay Culkin does. He does. Like he really does, and it's absolutely wonderful. He looks uh, like a Macaulay Culkin grew up and grew up sexy. Just so you, oh, I know he and Joe Burrow is a sexy man. He so is I will say so that, handsome. Um, I love the dude. I think he's great. I like his attitude. I think he fits right in on the in that. Please division. tell me you saw his out his uh, post Oh yes, game. I did. I did, and that's the what fucking crusty crab and the Santa hat. Well, th- I love the sweater. I loved it. It was great, but I also loved what he said about it. Where he, who was it on Baltimore that was talking? That was the uh, Wink Martindale. Okay, and what happened? Five hundred twenty-five yards. He's like. That did that uh did that uh give you any kind of motivation? Maybe. I, I loved it. I loved it. I <laughs> love the, the guy. I think he's enough, great. Maybe. What's funny is the minute he left LSU in college, I'm like, now I can like this guy because I, I refuse to like any handsome white quarterbacks who are in college. Do not like them. That's usually the worst type of they're usually the worst person. Uh usually, I assume. Joe Burrow is is very much breaking that mold. Um but you need to rewatch his Heisman Trophy speech, dude. Wait, 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 wait. I said he's breaking the mold. So I so that means he's 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 one of the few handsome white quarterbacks that I don't hate. Um, dude, he's but, got he's got great. No, I will say this though: the ESPN talking heads do need to have better stuff because they're talking about who would you rather have for the next five years, Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes? Can I have both? Yeah, it's not an or; it's an well, and. I'd rather have. Well, I'd rather. I'd be hey, cool with either. It's the same thing when people were talking about um, Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Same thing. It's it's one of those things. I want both of them. I don't really care which one you give me. Take one. I'll I'll gladly take the other guy. Yeah, it's literally like the starter Pokemon. You mm-hmm. can't go wrong. First generation, for sure, at least. First generation, uh, yeah. Everything after that, it was kind of a. It was a although no, I do like. Was good. I was gonna say send. I like Cyndaquil and Cyndaquil, Chikorita and uh, Chikorita. Chikorita. No, those. I love them. The first and second gen was awesome. Third gen. Is also, like, the third. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Third, third. I like Torchic. I like Torchic. Oh, and Mudkip. And Mudkip, and then the oh god, that was a thing for a long time. And then what's his name? The lizard. The, Trico, yeah, little little insurance guy. Yeah, I I I always think of the Geico one too. Uh, Geico should have sued Pokemon. But um, back to the Bengals. Uh, I or just in general that that what you were saying about those quarterbacks. There's a lot of really good young quarterbacks. Don't make me choose. Let me just have one. That's all. You know, I got. I it, it's very like the last couple of drafts. The quarterbacks that have hit have struck gold. Burrow, yeah. Herbert, Mac Jones, Davis Mills, General okay. Mills. I, I, what's funny about Davis Mills, uh, and I was watching, I, I listened to Pro Football Focus, who, if anyone out Based there. Based out of Cincinnati. If, if anybody wants to know how to properly grade players for 
for what they do, you go to Pro Football Focus because they do such a fucking fantastic job. They tell Don't you tell exactly that to why. Fans. Oh, but but they tell you exactly why a player is great of the way it, it's it, it let me put it this way it makes a ton of more sense than that bullshit qbr crap that espn chills yeah okay because that's the thing that they came up with pretty much but um i totally lost what i was saying there we were talking about all these good quarterbacks pro football focus uh how did i get davis that? mills davis mills so they were one of the things they, they brought up about him and i went back and ended up looking at highlights he's a he was a terrible quarterback in college like he was terrible. I don't think it's going to last that dude. The, the ground is going to fall out from under him at some point. Uh, right now I'll let you say what you're saying. Uh, right now he doesn't look Trevor bad. Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Hey, that's true. I'm not going to d- at this point, both of their feet, but to be fair, look at where they, Oh God. Uh, to be fair, look at where he went. They all three went to terrible places. With no one to throw it to Houston. I know because Bill O'Brien made sure that everybody was not there anymore. Yep. Um, Houston, but- the jets and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry for your loss. I would have rather have been drafted by Cincinnati or the chargers. Cause at least you have a top 12 wide receiver look, on your team. I look, I joke about Cincinnati, but I've liked team. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I've liked some of the teams that you guys have put on the field over the last yeah. few years. I liked the Andy Dalton, Gio Bernard teams that you guys had. Uh, is Gio Bernard still on the team? I just assume he always he's is. He's with Tampa Bay now. I just assume he's still a Bengal, dressed as a Bengal. Uh, but no, I like some of the teams. It's just for some reason, you guys were the, the 500 team. That is what you did. You know? Eh, it is what it is. Um, I guess if we're looking at the, I guess that's the playoff picture, isn't it? Yeah. I guess there's only um, one thing left to talk about. Well, wait, this is so deja vu. I swear to God, this has exactly happened. Um, do you think the Raiders do stand a chance at all of making it in? Let me look at their schedule real quick. So remember the next one is the Colts. And then the truck. No. No, actually, after after Colts and Chargers, no, I'm out. Shark Tank, they can beat them. Um, Okay, I so of the teams that are in the NFC, we'll start with the NFC. In the NFC, of those teams that you see that are going to be division winners, that should be. uh, How about this? The top four teams of those four teams, who do you think is more than likely going to just shit the bed? Because I'm going to actually go out on a limb and say that of, of the Packers, the Cowboys, the Rams, and the Bucks, I think the Rams stand the biggest chance of shitting the bed. I think you're right. I don't know why. And that's because, remember, I picked them to win the Super Bowl, and I still think this. They're so um, up and down. Well, I think the one thing, the, what, the Packers have a running game. The Cowboys have a running game. The Buccaneers have a running game. The Rams don't have a running game. Like they don't. I know because I had, I had, I have had uh, their running back uh, Henderson benched all damn season. Well, they got Sony Michelle and Ken Akers is coming back. Sony Michelle has been a sold me a bill, a poor bill of goods for years. I drafted him multiple times and he's done nothing for me. Um, so, so we can agree that we probably think it's the Rams, right? 
Yeah. So of the teams that are four through seven, who do you think can make the biggest run? I think it's the Niners. Because I think the Niners are, are, are a team that's pretty pretty well built to travel. I think they have a good enough defense to really hold their own in the playoffs. But that's just me. I don't know. You could pick the Cardinals. You could pick whoever you think is going to be the seventh seed. I think the Cardinals figure it out. Do you think they figure it out before the end of the season or in the playoffs? I think they figure it out in the playoffs. So do I, right? I think that's a team that they figure it out like right at the end. But I yeah. still think the Niners are going to be – I think the I don't think anybody wants to play the Niners. We beat them once. We can do it again. You, yes, hard. but I'm talking about NFC teams. Yeah, your team doesn't count. You're not playing the first week. I know. Isn't it nice? Well, that's what you think now. When the- you never know. Oh no! You no you no you're two and they're six, so you wouldn't play them. Who? No, Tampa would. We would play oh. seven. You would play seven. No, no, Tampa would well, wipe the floor with the Niners. Right. Well, yeah, but remember what Tom Brady doesn't like to happen to him. He doesn't like getting hit. Niners oh, yeah, are good right. at pressuring guys. That okay? That you see what I mean? That's why they're scary because they could really put pressure on your quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, like. I don't know. The Niners always feel like they are just uh, putting Greek gods on the field in terms of how they look. Pretty much. Um, okay, so same thing on the AFC. Although we're, they're not locked in, but of well, the let's four assume, that you let's see assume now, for let's assume for it that yeah. this doesn't change, and these are the four. Yeah. So of that, who do we think shits the bed? Because I think it's pretty obvious, and it's not the Bills. It's not the Bengals. It's the Bills for me. Oh, of course, it's tight. See, but here's the thing. I don't I don't have the, the like ridiculous high expectations I had for the like I did for the Bills. No, I think I but, think but the Titans the they thing. can't get King Henry back in time. But but here's the thing, somehow the Titans are that team that they find a way to win. Cheat to win, cheat to win, cheat to win. But they don't have to because they find a way to win. The Bills are that team, it's like, oh, you should win, and then they don't. I don't know. I like that you pick the Titans. I'm gonna pick the Bills. Um, so five through seven, I think we're both going to agree that the Colts are the ones that are going to make the noise. If <laughs> yeah, anyone is, right? Yeah. There's no doubt. <laughs> it's funny because I'm super high on the Colts. Like this whole season, like going into the season, I thought they were going to be the team that won. Or if they didn't win the division, they were going to be pretty up there. Um, they can still win the division, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're only a game. Yeah. Behind. It's not locked. They're only getting if Miami, if Miami wins and they beat the Raiders, then that's yeah, that's that's gonna be fun. This I love if there's one thing I do enjoy about adding this extra game is it's created all kinds of new scenarios uh, for teams to get in. Like it's I'll give credit to the NFL in in the sense that they really are pushing parity. Like it's it's such a smart move for the league to. How many te- count, can you count the teams that are that are involved in the playoff hunt in the AFC? All, yeah, all if you include them all. Yeah, one second. There are. I'm looking at them right now. There are 13 teams. That is 13 fan bases who are still invested at this point in the season. That's good stuff for the NFL. And then on the other side, there's 11 franchises that are playing for playoffs. Or well. 
they're you know the 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 divisions and all that that's locked in but the point is that there's a lot of a lot more teams playing for an opportunity which keeps us all invested for a lot longer Um, yeah i don't know how i'm gonna feel about their 18th game because they are inevitably adding that there's already been lots of talks about it um but when they do they better expand those rosters Uh, yeah they're gonna have to they have no choice they have no choice but 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 we have other things to talk about. Really, one one other thing, uh, yeah, sad other thing. And by the way, before we move on, um, I hope your fucking Packers lose. Oh, it's racist. No, how is it racist? He's so oh, it's racist. Oh, it's is it because eh, I guess it could be racist. It's see, I don't consider racism when it's against a white person. I just like saying, "Oh, it's racist." That to random things for no reason. Uh. Thank you, Aaron Steve. Rogers, hey, Aaron Rodgers had like three very interesting weeks where he somehow manages to outdouche himself every time. I cannot believe it. Um, Thank you, Steve. Here, he is the MVP, by the way. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is, is the MVP, which uh, means we're not winning the Super Bowl because this MVP has not won the Super Bowl since 1999. So, god damn it! Isn't that crazy though? That that Kurt that, Warner that, that long? Yeah, he's got a movie about himself coming out. Where Shazam plays him. Yeah, starring Shazam. <laughs> uh, that's so great. Um, Give me Black Adam yeah. versus Shazam. Hurry up. Oh, by the way, Dwayne Johnson announced today that he will not be returning to any of the Fast and Furious movies. I don't know why they keep making a, them. They suck. What a, what a trip. I love them. But you know why I love them? Not because they're good. Not because they're good. But because I get to see a giant ball, a bald man running around in a tank top yelling my familia all the yeah. time. Oh, I love you it. See the, love um, it. You see the meme of um, from Infinity War when uh, Scarlet Witch was about to get killed by um, the one alien check. She's like, he, like he's going to die mm. like you, all alone. And then Scarlet Johansson goes, she's not alone. And it cuts over and it's Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Shotgun, she's got family. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. family. I love it. I love it. I cannot get enough of that. Okay, just so you understand, uh, when you're having your busy weekend and we decide to take a pause on this podcast, uh, your busy season on this podcast, we're just going to have a, a, a movie podcast where we record every Sunday and just talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. About, that sounds okay. good to me. I'm all for it. Let's talk about let's, it. It'll be called Vin Diesel, the podcast. Uh, where <laughs> it'll we break down family. Every, it'll just we, call family. Oh, okay. It'll be called family. And what <laughs> we do is we analyze and break down the film careers of every actor who's in fast and the furious. Yeah. And that'll be an episode. There you go. Because there's like 50 fucking people in it. And now so John many. Cena, John yeah. Cena is John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother. Somehow I can see that in real life too, because they're both fucking huge. Speaking of John Cena, I can't wait for peacemaker. Oh, it's going to be the best show. It's going to be the best show. Have you seen the trailer for it? Yes, I fucking Robert I'm Patrick is his dad. <laughs> I know that's what the T one thousand is that, his dad. <laughs> when I saw that, I lost my freaking mind, and my buddy who was watching it with me didn't get it, and I'm like, "Do you?" And he's like, "He didn't recognize it." To be fair, but I'm like, "I knew, I know who that is." Immediately, it's the second time they've worked together. Because remember, he was in, he was mm-hmm. the bad guy in the original Marine. Holy crap! You're right. That movie yeah. came out so long ago that I forgot. And it, yeah. now it now it uh, it's funny. I associate the Marine so much more with the Miz than I do John Cena. <laughs> Which it's all is about the Miz. Well, at this point, it's like six movies in, and he's in five of them. Um, but uh, how? Oh, 
She's. I think we're dishonoring John Madden a little bit. By yeah, we got to bring it back down to somber mode. Well, no, we, I, so, I don't think we have to be somber because we're. Yeah, you're right. Celebrating... You know the way I see the way I see it, and this has always been my view. If you make it to age eighty and above, oh, yeah. funerals are not meant to be sad. That oh. that is meant to be a celebration made of it life. To that 80. is meant to be a happy occasion because they've lived a full life. If you die mm. before age eighty, then a funeral can be sad. If it's after eighty, that's a celebration of. I life. think the only thing that's sad about this one is that it was just unexpected. That's all. He wasn't like it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, my so my all. thing was I honestly, honestly, goodness, thought he was already passed because he hasn't done mm-hmm. anything He's until been quite, the um been quite the doc until the documentary mm-hmm. All Man came out um on Christmas and there was that sequence of him sitting there watching all people talk about. It. I'm like, I'm like, that's oh, wonderful. So alive? Why is he not doing more things? I don't care if you're 85. So, so do things. I like that we're gonna talk about this because. So let me let's start off. I think the first thing we got to do is before we get to talking about kind of how it, he affected us. I think we should talk a, l- a little bit about everything he did in his career uh, as as a head coach because obviously he you know he played he played college and all that and he was drafted by the Eagles. He was injured literally uh, the, in his uh, rookie off season, so he never got to play a snap of NFL football, um, which. It's interesting because, you know, he was destined for other things. But in his time, John, you know, as, as a head coach, John Madden did uh, did some impressive things. Obviously, um, he ended his career with like a ridiculously high point seven five nine winning percentage, which is the highest percentage in league history for coaches who've won 100 games. And it still stands at, at least 100 games. Um he was the Ra- I think he was hired as the Raiders coach in 1969. Okay. And he, he only coached for 10 years. That's the thing that amazes me about, about his coaching career. And he's he like the winningest coach of all time with over yeah, well, wins. Well, yeah. Well, his winning percentage, uh, right. Right. That's what and I then, mean. Sorry. Yeah. And then, you know, during those 10 seasons, I mean, they made it's, it's funny. He, he coached the, the Raiders for 10 seasons and they made the playoffs eight times so eight seasons there and they appeared in uh seven afc title games five straight from 73 to 77 the only the only reason he didn't win more championships in the 70s was because literally look around you're seeing the steelers the dolphins the cowboys who are winning multiple super bowls yeah, that year because these were dynasty times well think well so think about this four Five, six, seven, eight, eight Super Bowls in the seventies, from between seventy to eighty, were or for that ten-year gap, were won by one of those teams, and then one of them was the Raiders, and I think, uh, I think the Colts won in like seventy or seventy-one, whatever. Uh, if push came to shove, I could probably name all the Super Bowl winners in a row, but we're not going to do that because we're here to talk about John Madden. Um, and they finally won that Super Bowl in 76. Uh, do you know what their record was that year? My friend, I do not. They were 13 and one that year, and they beat the Steelers to get there uh, after the Steelers had totally whooped them twice. Um, but, anyways, after they won, you know, John Madden obviously he, he retires, he goes into broadcasting, and holy crap, Cheeseman, like, 
he begins an incredible fucking broad he like a he become he be he begins a hall of fame broadcasting career to match his hall of fame coaching career that's just insane uh and of course um actually one thing i should say is when he was um when he was coaching uh we all know those games that get or or plays or moments that that get names you know because it's a great moment but like he was he was the coach on the sideline during the immaculate reception and the sea of hands and the holy roller and the ghost to the post uh which was i'm pretty sure he was on the call for the breath no so so, after his um after his dad died that was mm -hmm. he was on the call yeah Yes, he was. So, and that's, that's something for him as broadcasting. Uh, so he's got those great moments as a coach, great moments as, as a broadcaster. Uh, just so you know, uh, he, him and Pat Summerall, I think the last, the last uh, broadcast or the last Super Bowl that him and Summerall did together was the first one Tom Brady won, uh, which is great. Um, and then his final broadcast was that uh, was when the Steelers beat the well, Cardinals. Steelers last Super Bowl. By victory. the way, that's a great Super Bowl. It's a great Super Bowl. It was on last night. They replayed it last night. It's My so dad good, isn't it? it? back. It's really, it's really damn good. Um, uh, just so you know, as a broadcast, as a broadcaster, he won sixteen Emmys, uh, which that's pretty damn in- impressive. Uh, he was. The 1994 NSAA National Sportscaster of the Year. He's received the uh, Pete Roselle Radio and Television Award in 2002. He's he's just, he was damn good. The best thing that he did as a broadcaster, and this is something that, that should never be sold short, is he took advanced concepts, and uh, football concepts, and he made them digestible for the average football fan. Mm-hmm. He... He, because you know how there are guys who they'll call a game and they just do a bunch of jargon, and nobody wants to. He, a lot of the time, it's like that stuff that only that you know coaches know and pros know. Nowadays, it's different. It's not like as Troy crazy. Aikman. Troy Aikman, you know they they all you know they fall they they fall into that pit hole of, of doing that. But John Madden is the kind of guy who the way he I love the way he put it this way. He says, uh, "What did he say? I think one knee equals two feet." In terms of down, like was that or what, or was it that, or was it one butt cheek? No, 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 no. That's not that. That's no, no. no. I, I know because I heard it earlier today. Okay, uh, but it is that where he where he was explaining the whole. This is how you know someone's down. One knee means you're down. It's the same as having both feet. You know that kind of shit. Um, he it, the other the, the other thing obviously that he did was he he's literally the namesake of the football game like yeah the football game that has been the the it's i mean it's the reason that i first really started to like understand and follow football uh, he created a a door uh, and he opened it wide enough for anybody and every everybody to you know kind of fall in love with football there are generations of kids who have played video games how many maddens have there been like we are there's a yearly a release let me put it this way there's at least 22 and that that's just from the last 21 22 years yeah you know um and when they first approached him about it about doing a video game and they wanted to do it seven on seven he said it's 11 on 11 or it's not happening yep and that's a very important thing because the 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 
one of the reasons Madden the game succeeds so much is because it does feel like you're playing a playing football, proper fucking NFL football, eleven yeah. on eleven. Um, yeah, and then the the, the just it, he was larger than life. He, I'm and I, I I've heard it a lot these last few days. I'm gonna jump on it and agree. I think that there is no single individual who's had a greater impact on football than John Madden because he's done, he did it in three phases. He did it as a coach. He did it as he was the voice of the NFL for ever. And then he literally opened Like I said, he opened the door for many generations after by being John Madden on the video games. I wish they would honestly, have you seen that mock-up that they did of where the Raiders have him on, on his shoulders? And it, yeah. they just put the Madden thing. It's just like, that should be the next game, the legend edition of next year's Madden game. Just put it, put him on it. Um, that's kind of his career. You know, uh, he's got the Super Bowl. He's, he was just, he was a great coach. Um, I guess we can talk about more about, you know, kind of how did he impact you? I just want to say this quote from Peter King. He didn't play yet might be the most influential person in football history is like the most accurate statement there is. Cause he's right. Cause it's true. Yeah. He didn't play a single fucking down in professional football. And yet mm-hmm. when you hear the name John Madden, you immediately think football. When you think football, you think John Madden. Well, l- let's put it this way. It's impossible to tell the story of football without John Madden. Exactly. And, and think about that though. If you pull him away, the video game, the, the, the broadcasting, all of it, you can't have it without him. Um, but again, I like that quote. That's a, that's a great quote. Peter King is obviously uh, like top, top dog in his career uh, in his field. Um, but yeah, for you as a, as a fan of, of football, you know, how, how did John Madden impact you? Hearing someone talk about the game, the way your dad or your uncle would mm-hmm. explain it to you mm-hmm. is what I felt when John Madden was was commentating. Because he had to play by play, guys. So they're just talking about everything. But it's like so, and you know, they're tell- so they're telling you everything that's happening. They're talking about it, but they're not really explaining it. That's what the mm-hmm. color commentator does. And mm-hmm. when John Madden, when he would go on and he would talk about it, he wouldn't talk to you like you're an idiot and it's like there's no way any the average american knows what i'm talking about i gotta use slow small words nor do you mm-hmm. talk about it like if you, you you better fucking know what i'm talking about because i'm using insider language he talked to you like you were an adult and he treated you like someone that's ready to learn and as the season and as the years would go by you would realize he was doing that and that would help younger generations want to learn more the ones that couldn't play football mm-hmm. were still able to learn about football and could then have if they want to could have careers in football um on the sideline so watching and watching just a voice of a guy that if i'm being quite honest sounded like someone that could be easily have been santa claus because that oh, voice absolutely. was just the voice of a man that was just uh, so positive and was just so upbeat and was just he wasn't going to bring you down he was just going to tell you to work hard and be your best and you know what he did 
real quick. I like that you mentioned that because of how you say that he wasn't going to bring you down. Um, there's he's really he was really good at doing this where he could critique he could critique the other team and whether if they're playing poorly and he he wouldn't totally shit on someone. He would do it by by more so he would talk about the poor play of the other of another of another team by talking about how good the other team was playing. Yeah. Like he found a way to like again he's he's he was unapologetically himself. And he stumbled over his words a lot. And he but he had fun with it. That's kind of the key of it. He had fun calling the game, watching the game. You had fun because of that. Exactly. And um Listening to him just, and then just listening to him. Tell so, he hated flying. Oh, so I'm watching glad the you Madden bus go from town to town. It has an official week. name, my friend. It's called the Madden Cruiser. Uh, and let me tell you what the Madden Cruiser had in it, my friend. So, real quick. Yes. In 1987, he went from trains to the Madden Cruiser because he used to take trains all over the country because he didn't like to fly. Um, so in 87, he, he cut a deal with, uh, with Greyhound where they provided him a personal driver and they outfitted and customized his whole cruiser. I forget how much exactly he spent on it, but that cruiser in 1987 had um, two color televisions, a telephone, an intercommunication systems, uh, and a videotape player. It included a private uh, bedroom with a queen-size bed. And like a full bathroom and kitchenette and a microwave oven. So, uh, yeah, he was all set for travel. And then he donated that to the Hall of Fame in 2018, which yeah. is fucking rad. Just the Madden Cruiser. Ugh. like So it just, which again, just made him just like an everyman. Mm-hmm. And just, and just listening to him talk, listening to talk, whether it be Pat or Al or whoever mm-hmm. just sit down and talk like they have been friends for, and they granted uh, they have been friends for years, but literally talking just like, just like you're just sitting there in between two best friends talking about the thing that they love. And then mm-hmm. him just going off on his anecdotes, of course, about the turducken and everything else, learning about what the fuck a turducken is and seeing one in person and just being like, that is the, might be the greatest culinary marvel I've seen in the last 40 years, and I've only been alive for 30. Um, oh, God. Well, almost 30. But well, just, I, I, gee, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to handle. You're right, almost 30. Yeah, I know. Um, but he, he made... I don't know if he'll, if he'll ever truly know how big of an impact he had on football, on sport, mm-hmm. on technology, on pure Americana. I don't think I like un- that you mentioned technology because people because don't realize how important he was to, to bringing the just the I forget what it's called, the machine itself, the, the, the how he would write on everything. That is something that now is just a common thing in broadcasting yeah. on news, on television. It wasn't a thing. The Telecaster. uh yeah, that wasn't a thing until John Madden really is like, well, boom, I'm going to start drawing circles here and there. Brett Favre. Now, yeah, back onto your thing. <laughs> but I. If I had ever had a chance to meet him mm-hmm. and just say a few words, to him, I would just say. From the moment 
you accepted the position of head coach of the Raiders to this day, you don't have no idea how huge of an influence influence nationally, prob- mm-hmm. possibly and most likely globally, pop culture. Just you mean, have had entire pop culture. You have had on people because of you. People are more aware of what football is, how it's played. I a lot of some of the greatest athletes that play the sport of all time have grown up playing your game, have listened to your broadcast, and mm-hmm. you will never have an equal. Oh, no. no. Um, you will forever stand alone as the icon of football. And what yeah. having you leave us hurts, but knowing the impact that you left us and the influence you had makes the pain a little easier to take because we know that you're never going anywhere, even when you're gone. Yeah. I can look, I can at the very least cheeseman yearly. I at least get to say his name quite often when I'm playing the actual, when I'm buying Madden and when that's the thing, he's never, he's, he's always going to be synonymous with sport. Uh, the NFL could last for another 200 years and there's never going to be another John Madden. Never. Not. He's a unique individual, one of a kind uh, for me. When I first started getting into the NFL, that was the voice. That was the personality. That was the guy. Uh, and at that point he was already on the, the, the back end of his career, but I mean, that was still long enough for me to get very much accustomed to John Madden. Um, it makes me want to fire up the old early 2000 Maddens because that was when he, he was still on the call on them. Al Michaels, John Madden, welcoming you to Madden 42. He used to drive me crazy. You know why? Because he, it felt like the AI loved to talk about the other team so much more, like how good they were compared to me, to yeah. how I was doing. But it was just, I was just terrible at Madden at the time. Um, but I, I think one of the things that I do love knowing after he's passed away is that he did have a chance to sit down and just listen to all those players and people talk about how big of an impact he had on them in that doc in the the all madden documentary thought that was great just and and it's funny that he morbidly funny that he passes away just days after it airs and it i don't know it's 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 like he found it's like he watching that and listening to it he found peace it's like it's like i don't think you need me anymore and i'm like you know we, we we would like you to stick around um, you bring Pat back, yeah, do that. Yeah, they're calling games up in heaven. He's hanging out with Ken Stabler, uh, who is dead, right? Holy crap! No oh my god, what if Ken Stabler's not dead? And I just said Ken Stabler's dead. Oh my god, I just need to oh, snake eyes. Oh no, Ken Stabler. snake, that's not snake eyes. No, snake. no, Ken, Ken Stabler died in 2015. Oh, I'm six years in grace on that one. Jeez. Oh, that could have been bad. 
That could have um, been bad. Um, him, Pat Summerall, Keith Jackson are up there just dropping bombs. Booms. They're dropping booms. Um, What's all about? So here's a few things that I've learned. One of the good, one of the only good things to come out of this whole thing is that we are share that people are sharing the stories that maybe others didn't know about John Madden. So here's, mm-hmm. here's, here's two things that I want to talk about with John Madden that I think are very telling of the man's character. And the first is, and this is something a lot, it feels like a lot of people don't know because he would kind of do it. He didn't do it outrightly, you know, uh, for the public. He did it because he genuinely cared, but he was a big advocate for player safety. Yes, he yes. was. He was the one who, I think his, his saying was, uh, what was his saying? Um, about, damn it. I forgot. I forgot what his saying was, but essentially the, the whole thing was, if you're not sure, don't put the player in, you know, that, that, that was his whole thing about it. If you don't know, well, then don't put him in. Like he, he was, he's a, he was a big advocate for player safety. He was the one who talked, he, he talked about going, uh, cause obviously when you line up in a three point stance, you're, as a lineman, you're launching yourself helmet first, you know, you're smacking helmets. That's the way it was. He was the, when you're doing a two point stand, that's not, that's not what you don't do that. So John Madden was one of the first guys to talk about, well, you know, let's go from, or I take it back. Let's flip it around. It was the two point stance that launches you. Right. And he talked about, let's go from, from two point to three point so that we can avoid helmet to helmet. And, and he was aware of the time because those, the whole point of, of the way that they would fire off is that you would have helmet to helmet, but it wasn't concussion helmet to helmet, right? Like you wouldn't right. get a, it was smaller hits, but he understood that those smaller hits are still hits. You're still rattling your brain around. Right. Um, and, and so he was a big advocate for that. The other story that, um, that I just think is so telling of him is so in the seventies, I forget who the player was. The Raiders played the Patriots. And in one of those games, um, one of the Patriots got injured bad, real bad, on a hit that would not happen in today's NFL. Uh, He was paralyzed from the waist down. Um, And after the game, the players take him to the hospital. and, uh, And John Madden is there. John Madden is at the hospital with the player. It's not his player. It's not, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, Patriots coach Chuck Fairbanks is 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 at the airport heading home with the team. So John Madden, who was not a fan of that, by the way, uh, has the hospital call the airport. I think he calls the airport and uh, he told them, get get him off. the, Don't let him on the plane. Send him to the hospital. He has a player to be with. So that's the kind of person John Madden is. And as that guy was going in for surgery for all that there's john madden in his in scrubs wearing scrubs you know they're pretty much going with walking him in or or just letting him know that hey you're going to be fine and that's what he told him he said you're going to be fine uh it's that's that's quite a bit of character for for that guy That, that that's something that it's rare when someone passes that it's just absolute or or not even when they pass just in general when you talk about someone you bring up someone's name that you get almost near unanimous just love praise you know it's uh, you're gonna have very few you're you have very few who have whatever bullshit they want to say just because they're 
those kinds of people. But for the most part, you not for the most part, massively majority of, of it, you haven't heard anybody say anything bad about John Madden because sometimes there and and you can't say it about every but sometimes or about everyone but sometimes there there isn't something bad to say and in this case you know it, there there wasn't there's not a lot of there's not bad things to say about john madden who doesn't fucking love john madden one of the best clips ever cheeseman ever is when it's him it's al michaels and it's john madden just fucking around with a turducken yeah he's explaining what it is and al michaels Cannot yeah. keep his composure because he's like, like this is the most ridiculous shit that we could possibly be doing. Yet here we are fingering a fucking turducken, essentially. Um, or another time where John Madden decided to talk about what would happen if one bucket of Gatorade got with another bucket of Gatorade and made a little bucket of Gatorade. These are the things that John Madden would do in the middle of the broadcast because he was having fun and he wanted you to have fun. Um I can say this firmly and I think you're in the same boat, but I've already, I've missed him for a long time. Uh, you know, it was always wonderful hearing him call a game because he was so good at it. He was so good at it. And now, you know, like you said, it's not so much a time to be sad. It's we should celebrate him because there's a lot to celebrate. Uh, he did a lot of great things. And for those who haven't, go and watch the all Madden documentary because good stuff. And it, I think they put it up already. Uh, it was going to be a, on January 3rd. It was going to be on Peacock. They went ahead and just did it now. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I highly recommend it. I think cheese recommends it as well. I do. Um, and then I guess, uh, I guess that's my, that's what I have to say on John Madden for the most, I think, I think that's, I think that covers everything for at least how I feel about him. It's just, you know, I don't think I could say any more than he is the greatest. He's the greatest football icon. Uh, but I do have a question because I, when I was listening to pro football talk with Florio earlier today, one thing he was talking about is he's very passionate about John Madden, the way we are, where it's like, no, no, he is like undeniably the icon of football. And he's mm-hmm. right. And he's like, there's no argument about that. And I agree with him. And he was saying, I was like the NFL has to honor him in a permanent way. The way that they ha- did with Lombardi by naming the trophy, the way that they did with Roselle by naming the Pete Roselle award, uh, you know, just in general that, but the question is, how do you, how do you, how would you honor John Madden in a permanent way? John Madden, most valuable player. Okay. I like that. Cause that's the first time I've heard that thrown out. Uh, obviously coach of the year can't be given because I think that we all need to reserve that. Cause that's, that's going to have to be called the bill Belichick award at some point. Uh, begrudgingly, I say, I thought uh, one thing that was brought up a lot was the John Madden hall of fame, the John Madden pro football hall of fame. I mean, that's pretty fitting. Uh, another thing that I thought is pretty cool would be instead of at the end of the season, instead of having all pros, why don't we just change it to all Madden, the all Madden. I saw that too. That's pretty fucking rad. That just sounds cool, actually. Um, and then the last one, and this is Florio, just like he was, he was like, if if it was up to him, it would happen. He's like, well, just put the next franchise when you expand, put the next franchise in Oakland and call them the All Maddens. Like, just name a team after the guy. And I'm like, I would love it. And their logo can be a bus. Like, 
No, the logo's a turducken. Are you kidding me? A turducken driving a bus. There God, they could be called the 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 uh, the, oh, the, the Oakland Boom. The Oak. Oh, that's not a bad name. Although, but think about it though. All Madden's is not a bad name. Uh, I'd be for it. The NFL wouldn't do it. It it would probably be corny to a lot of people, but I'd be for it for naming a team after your biggest sports icon. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a, it's bittersweet, but I think, you know, for someone who did leave as big of an impact as he is, we're, we're seeing the impact that he left because look at the way people are talking about him. Look at the just plethora of stories that are, are, are out there. And I really, I really implore anyone and everyone to go and look up those stories, uh, read about those stories uh, where John met about the things that he's done. Cause it's, it's impressive. You know, you can be just a football player, just a football coach or just a broadcaster, or you can be much more than that. And that's what he, that's what he was. He was much more than just one of those things. Uh, he was a good person. I think, I think that's what it, that's what matters at the end. He was a great person and he will be missed. So Cheeseman, I think we've got ourselves an episode here. What do you think? Boom. Boom. That's that. All right, guys, we'll see you pretty soon. Uh, Again, you can follow us at beards underscore balls. Uh, you can follow me at born to run underscore 19. You can follow him at two different handles. Cheese, what are they? At OG Cheeseman and at the Cheese Abides. Yes. And, uh, you know, if you want to go, please, you know, watch Kaufman uh, Twitch and, and tell him, hey, hey, we miss you. All right. Uh, hopefully next week we're joined by either him or Ulysses. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, Cheeseman, have a happy new year. Happy new year. And I'll see you when I feel like it. Sure. Sure. All right. Bye guys. T-Y-F-Y-B.